Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Metavertising Podcast, your podcast about metaverse, marketing, advertising, and related trends in the tech world. I'm your host, Eli Santos, and this podcast is all about exploring the metaverse and its possibilities with people that are at the core of its development. And of course, how marketing is going to be related with everything. And today, I'm very excited to welcome Adam Ragsdale. Adam, say hi to everyone. Hey, guys. Great to be here. Awesome. Nice to have you in here, Adam. So guys, Adam is the founder of Zero Gravity Labs and co-founder of Voca. A visionary in the Web3 space, Ragsdale and his team has created have created Zero Gravity Labs as a Web3 storytelling company geared towards pioneering entertainment. He is now co-authoring a novel series based on a sci-fi epic his global community created together. He is also a storyteller in music as he is a music artist with more than 7 million collective streams across streaming platforms. So Adam, tell us a little about yourself, uh, what you do and your background. We would love to hear it. Yeah, thanks, Eli. Thanks for having me on your show, man. It's great to be here. It's an honor. Yeah, so I am kind of a, uh, I'm involved in both creative and tech. Just growing up, I've always been a creative at heart, you know, getting into music, acting, writing, all the above. And then I studied computer science in college, kind of explored what that would look like. And then ever since I've been trying to figure out my place in the world where the two kind of collide. And I've found Web3 to be a perfect case scenario for that. And so that's why it's just been so much fun to, to dive into that world and to be a part of it. That's awesome. I, I totally re relate with what you're talking about because um, I spent the beginning of my career in technology and I that was like, I don't know, like 10 years in, in technology. And, um, and I love tech, you know, uh, but I felt that I wanted to develop marketing and sales skills because I, I felt it was like uh, this... Uh, this direction or maybe this path that I would really relate with. And um, and then eventually when Web3 came, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to put these two things together. So I completely relate. Not not to mention also like uh, I don't have uh, 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 like such an amazing uh, music background as you do, but I do. Uh -huh. I used to create music a little bit. I have some songs on Spotify and I used to DJ here in the city. And that's so, great. yeah, so so that's awesome. I really relate with your path. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been so fun. I can even imagine, man. And I'm curious to talk about uh, storytelling on Web3, which is our main topic for today. And um, and I think we can get started by talking about uh, Zero Gravity specifically, because you told me a little bit about how it came to be. So I think um, you could tell us a little bit more about that, just so that we can introduce this topic and get started on the conversation. So how did Zero Gravity Labs came to be? Yeah, it's a great question. So I basically was chatting with a friend of mine who was into cryptocurrency and knew way more about it than I did. And it always starts with a friend that works with cryptocurrency. That's it. That's an investor that has some crypto. Yeah. It always starts there. A hundred percent. And you know, him trying to sell me on NFTs and all these things. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I didn't give it the time of day, honestly, for probably like six months. And then finally I was like, all right, let me just 
I was on a, I was actually on a flight back from New York and I was like, I have some time to kill on the plane. Let me just pull up some videos on, on NFTs and all that. And so that's when I started to really understand it. And I was like, whoa, this is like a world that is like slowly being tapped into and has so much potential. And uh, I, you know, kind of, it took me probably like a month just to get into the hang of things and understand it. And then I was like fully on board. And so I pulled together some creative friends and uh, some of the engineers, software engineers that I've worked with um, on the Voca app that I'm also a part of. And we were like, let's, you know, make an NFT collection. Let's see what we can do and start a community on Discord and do all the, you know, XYZ NFT stuff. And so we did that and it slowly, it started with, I came up with like a bunch of different character concepts, worked with my artist friend who is like a jack of all trades as a, you know, creative and she took the concepts, designed them, and then we had this huge array of characters and we were like, wait, we can do so much more than just having really cool characters and interaction with our community. It's like, we could literally create a story. Like we can start using these characters to develop a story. And so I pulled in a couple of friends that were writers. Um, me and my co-founder of Zero Gravity Labs were, were both writers and um, he's an author. Of a self-published author and then I you know had never written a book but I was like I write music and stuff like that and I was like let's like try and write something and so we slowly started writing it and then I wrote like a hundred characters so we have a hundred main characters and then like 3400 extras so we have like 3500 total characters and uh out of the hundred all the hundred main characters I wrote like a backstory for like each character and then we started figuring out what the base of the story was going to be we let the the people who owned the NFTs get involved. And that's kind of where we started going with our, our collection and just working with the community across the world to develop the next, hopefully, you know, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings, you know, all that stuff. So it's been super fun, very nerdy. So if you're not into fantasy sci-fi, then, then you're probably bored to death right now. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I personally love it. I'm not sure if all of our listeners are fans of sci-fi because, you know, there are some people that are not really that much into that stuff. But personally, I'm a huge fan. And I'm wondering, like, because you mentioned, for example, Harry Potter, you mentioned Lord of the Rings. And these are very iconic stories. But I think um, now that we're getting into Web3, where we're shifting the mindset towards I often say this in the podcast, which I think, you know, probably if I'm if I'm always saying this, then it probably means something, you know, for those of uh, of you who are listening to us today, um, that we're shifting towards a customer centric culture. What that means is, it's about the the end the end consumer, right? The person that is going to consume the content. It's about them. And so, what I think it's interesting regarding uh, what you're creating is that it uh, it seems, and I would love for you to correct me if I'm wrong, seems to be an attempt to put these people in the middle of things, right? And put people in the center instead of like watching a story that is about, uh, I don't know, like a blonde, blue-eyed character that it's a, a prince and like he, he rides a white horse, you know, and, and it's completely <laughs> unrelatable. Um, yeah. 
but in this in this sense like you're putting people in the middle of those stories and and actually your community is helping you develop it right yeah yeah which has been the most surreal and coolest thing you know we have like a weekly discord call and people from like belgium and nigeria and london and australia and the east and west coast of the us like we'll hop on and it's just it's like so cool just to all be chatting about a story that we're creating together and i would have never met these people nor do i know what half of them look like you know and so like without the without that opportunity so it's been really cool and like you said i mean an example of that would be like if jk rowling say whenever she was writing harry potter was like hey i don't have any connections all i have is this idea and i'm going to let people who like my story or believe in me join me in in you know developing harry potter and so basically the idea is like if she sold harry as a you know an nft a digital collectible whatever and that whoever owned Harry actually got to give JK Rowling their input on like what Harry maybe Harry could do this or maybe like giving suggestions and of course there are like fine lines between the author's you know stamp of approval um and the community's input but really just it's a collaborative effort and that's where it's just so much fun That's really interesting. That's really, really cool. And I don't think I've ever seen a story being written by a, a, a community. So I think it might be a first for that. I'm not I'm not really sure, but but it's really really awesome. And mm-hmm. uh and it, it really translates to the ethos of web3, I think. You know, it's kind of like a DAO, but it's not really technically it might not be a DAO, but really interesting stuff mm-hmm. and so um how how is it i'm curious now to hear like how do you kind of control the narrative right or, or what is the process for writing the story itself because when and and that comes from experience right when i was in it as i said when i was in tech um i i spent a part of my career as an it project manager And there are some times where you just basically have to manage everyone's expectations and also manage like the direction of things because you want to go for, for things to go a certain way. So I'm wondering how do you kind of control that, right? Control the narrative and also the process to write the story in the way that the community is constantly involved and is also satisfied with the output? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. And then we talked a little bit about this, um, you and I, Eli. Uh, like one of the things that I'm really excited for and we're still in the process of figuring out is these internal processes. How do you develop a storyline with an entire community where you want everyone to feel like their input matters, but you also want to make sure that there's enough quality control to where the story is good, right? And so um luckily we've been super fortunate to have the people who really really care about it are very very creative and very talented um just with storytelling and storyboarding almost and so that's been really cool to see but i actually attended nft new york city earlier this year and i told you i was sitting in on there was a panel of speakers And they were talking about storytelling and the future of storytelling, you know, with Web3. And they were like, it's going to be so cool when it happens, but we have no idea what it's going to look like because it's going to be very complex. And I was like, oh, like sitting in the audience, like this is so cool to hear them talk about because we're literally doing what they're talking about. 
And so it's just a couple of random guys from the, you know, <laughs> like middle of the US just trying to figure it out, right? And so that's been like really fun, but also like I studying computer science, like I, I love like challenges like this, like problem solving like this. And so we have used Discord for all of our community interaction. Um, and then we have four people on our internal team that basically we are the ones navigating the like confinements of the storyline. And what we've been doing is we have like basically three levels of involvement. And the first level of involvement is probably the most loose level of involvement. And that's, we, we have like, we try to once a week, we've been, you know, up and down trying to figure some things out but have a vote like for the entire community. And we literally just have them vote by clicking the emoji they, you know, that associated with this. And there was one time that we did a vote where it's like, hey, in this scene, does this person kill this person or do they let them go? And you know what I mean? And, and then the entire community gets to vote on that. And then we have the second level of involvement and that is you can be more hands-on, you can join our Discord chats that are happening once a week and they're about an hour long. And then you're live, like, and you know, you're live on the call giving us feedback and what should be happening in the scene, which characters should react, which ways we're, you know, saying, well, I think it should happen this way and here's why, because this character interacts with this character, you know, X, Y, Z. And sometimes we disagree with each other. I mean, that's just how it, how it goes. But at the end of the day, it's not about us and our involvement. It's about the story and we're all on the same page. And so um, that's been really cool. And then the third level of involvement it is the most, it's, it's a little exclusive, but I think, like you said, we're kind of a DAO, but we're not because we do have um, like our four co-authors, including myself, we do have just the final say in what happens, but we are asking our community to trust that we will listen to them. You know what I mean? And so, which we have and we will, and we've, you know, had votes on specific things that were like, hey, this is a big change. What do you guys think? Here's our opinion. And we've never once had them vote against our opinion. And I think that's just because we're all on the same page and it's, uh, it's been really cool. But yeah, like I said, we use Discord right now. Um, but we're trying to navigate some different mediums to uh, to figure out that process. <laughs> right, and 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 about those things that you said specifically, I have two questions. So I'm going to start with the yeah. first one, which is like, uh, so there are levels of like how much does a community member gets to participate on the creation of the story right so how does a person get granted level one level two of or level three access is it through the purchase of an nft or is it through commitment and they like start growing within the community and so they get uh, uh new levels of access or maybe something different than that yes that's a great uh, great question. I actually, and you saying that there's kind of a level four, um, <laughs> but the, the level four is like, I don't want, I don't care about web three. All I want to do is be a part of a storytelling community. Cause I love sci-fi. And that would be like, you don't need to own any NFTs to be involved. You don't need to, you know, know the ins and outs of web three, just join the community and like in the chat, say, this is what I would love for this character. Or I love the um what's happening in this chapter i would love to see more of this like it's open to literally anyone 
the Discord itself, the community is not exclusive. Now, the first tier, what I talked about of being able to vote, in order to vote, you do have to own an NFT in our collection, and that could just be one NFT. Um, and so then like basically like based on the NFT that you own, you could either own a main character or like a side character. And so if you own a main character, basically you get to, we let you say the main characters, like three strengths, three weaknesses and three special skills. And like, we let the people who own those characters do that. And then we take them and run with them in like fun, creative ways. But uh, yeah, you you can be involved. You just can't vote on like specifics if you don't own one. Interesting, and I love how you guys um, have also included people that are that don't care about Web three, that don't want to be in these things, and like, but they still want to participate in building building the story. I think that's the ethos of Web three right there. Because, and I I just made a post about something similar on LinkedIn, which is uh, something that I've been talking about in a while now. That uh, sometimes NFTs and potentially like uh, it, it can be in the form of characters, it can be in the form of uh, little monsters, it can be in the form of um, virtual land, but it kind of creates a gated experience, right? Where yeah. like you need to own something, you need to buy something in order to have access to the full experience. And I think that's a little unfair if you think about the ethos of Web3. So I'm a little against that in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's really amazing that you guys have done an alternative for those that really don't care about web three, but they still want to participate. Right. So that's really amazing. Kudos to you guys. And then my second question that I said previously would be like discord, because we were actually going to be talking about that uh, towards the end of the conversation, but I think now is the right time to talk about it. Personally, as I said before, personally, I hate discord. I absolutely hate discord. I've said this in the podcast quite a few times um, because it's too, like too many notifications, too much going on, too many servers, and it's hard to keep track of stuff. And like, yeah. it's hard to keep track of conversations anyway. Um, so I'm wondering like, um, what is, uh, what is great at Discord for that? And what is not great at Discord for that purpose? Yeah. So I agree <laughs> with you. I don't love discord it has allowed us to do the things that we want to do and that's been really great about discord but yeah there's still a lot of things that need to be adjusted and cleaned up um i'm a very organized person so discord drives me crazy because there is no easy way to visually organize anything like like you said it's overwhelming and you know, you get into a server and it's like a bajillion channels and it's like, where do I even start? Where am I supposed to chat? Like, what do I do? And it's just like, I'm turning around, right? And so then you combine that with the fact that every server has a different setup. And so if you're part of five servers, it's like, oh my gosh, like what, (laughs) I've died, right? And so we have been trying to, you know, in the time being, figure out how to use Discord to the best of our abilities. And that's been like just organizing it the best way that we can, uh, optimizing channels, making sure we don't have any unnecessary channels, but also channels that people want and like, you know? And so that's been a weird balance. Um, And then making sure that we're mainstreaming specific forms of content. Like if people are getting updates, they're getting it from one channel, one channel only. 
and that everyone knows what that is. And then, you know, if they're getting updates on the storyline, they're getting it in one channel and one channel only, you know, so nothing gets lost kind of thing. So that's been fine. And then of course, like the voting, um, just using emojis, like that's been all right. And then Discord has been, there've been a lot of developers creating really cool Discord integrations. There's one called like Me6, which is like probably the biggest one, you know, they have a, really, a lot of really, really cool stuff that we've used, but still Discord is not the best. So one thing that we've actually been trying to figure out is like, okay, we've, had to create these processes for community voting and community interaction. And then there is like the global interaction that is not Web3 related. And then there is Web3 related that would be more token gated. And so figuring out like, is that something we could build? You know, like we've talked about trying to over the next year or two develop our own platform where people can basically operate their you know we would we would basically be building it for storytellers uh because i we're just very in the entertainment world but for people to be able to say hey if you want to be a part of our story or our creative whatever you know you can be involved in different levels here's what that would look like you'd be able to read stories from the platform you'd be able to vote on things that you know it would all be way more organized visually and that's something we've been talking about is developing that ourselves and just seeing we would use it obviously for us and then it was like why not have it be a software as a service for other people um and you know just try to help other entertainers in the web3 space nice definitely a good idea uh, especially because like a lot of the pretty much not all of the communities out there in the web3 realm they are using Discord, and I've heard this uh, uh, similar opinion from many people. And it, it's funny because, like the other day, I ran a poll on LinkedIn to ask people uh, what was their preferred platform for community building, and uh, Discord won by the majority of votes, but by the large majority of votes, which is weird because when I talk to people, everyone is actually overwhelmed with Discord. So yes. maybe like it might not be uh, like the uh, let's say the perfect solution, but it is the best solution available right now. So it could yeah. be an opportunity there. Um, so uh, so going back a little bit to storytelling itself, um, it, something that you mentioned that I thought was interesting, like people are kind of still trying to figure out what is the uh, Web3 model of storytelling, right? And um, But if you look at storytelling itself, it's actually very... I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's very developed, but like you know, uh, there are some companies that, that that have figured and nailed storytelling over the years. Mm. One of them, my favorite, ob obviously being Disney, which I talked about in a previous episode with Chris Atreides. Um, but um, but maybe not for Web three. So maybe for Web three, there's still a lot of opportunities. So I'm wondering, like, what is your perspective about the current state of storytelling in mm. Web two? and like um maybe add some stuff on like storytelling on web3 right because you already kind of already opened up what is the process and what is the model that you guys are envisioning however like what do you think is the current state of, of storytelling right now and um how impactful do you think web3 storytelling is going to be really overall yeah so great question i 
Man, I go back and forth because like in one, you know, section you have storytelling is very oversaturated. Like it's it's completely there are so many storytellers in the world, right? So many production companies, so many filmmakers and writers and you know, whatever. And then in the other, you know, area you have there are so many of those, but there's still so many people who want to be a part of something but don't have the opportunity or are extremely creative but don't have the resources or access to the right you know networks and so it's like how do we get those people involved without it still feeling like oversaturated and like nothing's actually moving forward or whatever because then you do have companies like disney that obviously are just killing it and they're so just brilliant and like if you haven't seen imagineering documentary people go watch it it's inspiring and so like i i'm a huge disney nerd as well and like just the way that walt was able to get people to stand behind his vision is like so cool and i think that like on a on a completely opposite end of the spectrum like for me i live in oklahoma in the united states and so there's not a ton of like storytelling entertainment opportunities like out here like i'm signed with a little acting agency but it's not you know huge or anything and so like i shot a music video last year early last year and i just told like friends who i knew were creative i was like hey like i you know, I have this idea, I have this vision, but I don't have the funds to do this. So if you want to be a part of it, like you'd be volunteering your time, but it'd still be fun. And I had like 10 to 15 people on the crew and the cast, like show up who wanted to be a part of it. And like, that just spoke to me, like people want to be doing this stuff. They want to be involved. They just don't know where to get started or how. And I think web three is going to be so cool for that because you're looking at like, like there's one person in Belgium, his name is Eric and he's in our community and he is like so on board with our story. And it's just cool to like have him talk about like his ideas and stuff. And he's like, he's blatantly admitted, like I am not a writer. I would never be able to do this, but like you guys have given me that awesome opportunity to express myself creatively. And like entertainment is a form of like, self-expression and it is a form of escapism and it is something that you know i truly believe everyone needs and for web3 to to open the door or make the door wider for people to get access to that i think is just the coolest thing ever so i'm excited to be part of that sorry i don't know if that answered your question yeah yeah yeah. no definitely definitely because i love and, and and again like what i love about your project is that you're really living the and trying to really implement the web3 ethos right of like making it about the user and helping like not not helping people but allowing people to be a part of something bigger you know which uh it goes a long way for 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 a lot of people you know like some some people because they don't feel that they're part of something bigger or they they're not a part of a community or you know that they don't um don't have other people that they relate with that people that really they they enjoy being around and they they enjoy having these discussions it's the reason why some people fall into depression and some people like you know end up doing some even worse stuff you know and so it's amazing that you guys are doing that i really really admire it and i think you know more companies should look into uh not not only the let's say the technicality of web3 but also like the web3 ethos which is like you know we're all gonna make it wag me you know and uh, a lot of people say it but not not everyone means it right um 
So um, the next one thing that we mentioned in our previous conversation was that the next Disney, since we were talking about Disney, yeah. the next Disney or the next Marvel is going to come from Web3, right? Which I firmly believe in as well, because it's a oh, new yeah. model of storytelling, especially now that we're getting deeper into it. Um, how do you think that looks like, um, or maybe how do you think that's going to look like in the long run? You know, and um, as we were discussing this the last time, it got me thinking about um, there was a couple of years ago, there was this um, this campaign that Disney did uh, in partnership with uh, I'm not sure if it was in partnership or they just developed something for um, the Echo Dot devices and mm -hmm. using Alexa and whatnot. And so basically you would use Alexa in order to um, start you would ask you would ask alexa to start a story from disney and then disney would start like there was this you know uh thing installed on this app and they would start telling a story and then like you would decide the direction of the story as you were the main character of the story right and then as you were responding to the story it would shift the direction of the story and then you would shape the story your own way and yeah. we've been seeing some similar stuff out there as well from different companies however like you're a guy that's in the middle of this whole thing and you're basically helping to build this new narrative right so how do you think this web3 disney of web3 is going to look like i'm curious to hear it yeah that's that's tough i think it could look a few different ways but i think well, one, what you're explaining, I mean, I've had a few people say like, it's like, choose your own adventure, you know, kind of how that was, you know, and I think it is, it's going to be a mixture of that and a mixture of like quality control, kind of like I was talking about where you're going to have a trusted team of people or person that is heading up the project, whatever the project may be and the community is just able to be involved in the collaborative effort of that project and you know it's funny that i saw that posted about the, them saying the next disney or marvel was going to be you know a web3 project and i would i'd like send it to my like uh my mates on my team and i was like guys this is literally what we've been talking about i was like we knew this was gonna happen like that's what, like that was our goal for like our project is like to for people to get attached to specific characters i mean could you imagine had marvel launched with this with the you know marvel cinematic universe and you could own captain america and receive royalties anytime he was used in a film or merchandise right like you would be a multi-millionaire off of those royalties for owning him alone but then also being able to be a part of the creative storytelling of his character just by giving your input it doesn't mean like you're making the decisions on if he's going to do this 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 because it's all about protecting the integrity of the story um and you don't want somebody to abuse that but at the same time like still being able to be a part of that like that's just so cool to me and so like you have these like some of the most loyal groups of people or most passionate must i say are like fan fiction people like i don't know if you've ever gone down like forums of like people like just creating entire books like related to like fan fiction or like what this character is doing over here right and like it's awesome and it's crazy but it's awesome and so 
that's like we're now opening the door to those people and saying hey you can actually be a step further into the door and be more hands-on and i think that we're just going to see that kind of i, I feel like we're going to see that in a, a lot of different projects as people start to realize how cool of a form of storytelling this is to work with the community and in that you know the the next disney or marvel or whatever people are just going to flock to whatever is a of course the best story you know whatever they're most intrigued with and b whatever is most efficient and organized and i think that you know right now we're in this like weird like waiting period because discord is the, the end all right now and i think that uh you know we'll start to see that slowly change over the next couple of years but yeah i'm excited so i don't know if that answers your question no either. definitely definitely that's super cool and i love the example of like owning captain america even though you don't own captain america but like you get paid yeah. the royalties and 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 uh and you get to influence in his story as well up to a certain extent it kind of makes me think about what some of the stuff that has been happening in the nft industry lately which is um you know what happened with artifact for example or maybe board apiash club you know where um you get to own the ip of the nft that you have and you can do different stuff with stuff with it so i think it's kind of that but you know taken to a, a completely different level not not necessarily like a higher level or maybe a lower level it's just different um but maybe it could be interesting to see people actually owning the characters right like so actually being able to decide pretty much everything that happens with that that's character true. yeah I'm how do sure you think we'll that, that will look too. like <laughs> oh man it could either be absolute chaos or it could be just the most unique thing in the world you know like people one thing i realized from this is like people are just freaking creative man like it's it's just really cool to see like wow you know there are so many people that are so creative and i think that you know i i even read an article and i think it was like lego world builder and they were talking about like the cool challenges they're doing with people outside of their community being able to give their ideas on different lego worlds and stuff and then if they like win the challenge they get chosen their project gets built and funded they receive royalties on it i think that like that's exactly what we're talking about but in a different you know sense and they in the article is just talking about like how like sometimes organizations need to understand like people outside of their organization might be more creative than people inside their organization and so pulling that community in and being like hey like let's hear your thoughts you know like is such an unknown you know territory until web3 and now it's like whoa like it's going to be really interesting kind of to see how the dynamic between community and organizations happens but yeah like i said could either be chaos or could be awesome <laughs> definitely definitely uh, what's interesting and i i completely agree with uh what you said about um and that's something that i learned when i started working with co-founders right you cannot be expected to have all of the ideas because yeah. you cannot possibly have all of the best ideas yeah there is always going to be someone else that is going to have like sometimes you're going to have the best ideas sometimes someone else is going to have the best ideas and that's just how it is and so when you have a whole community involved 
like there's so many bright ideas coming out of there and um and you don't and and, and at the same time is it's a relief right because you don't have to come up with everything you can yeah. rely on other people to come up with great things just like you would do if you were performing at your your peak every day which is not the case for anyone in the world right and oh, so so i think you know it's there, there's these two different perspectives of, of like it's good for me but it's also good for the this, let's say the product, right? Yeah, and it, it drives inclusivity, it drives personability, it drives loyalty from your community. And I think it's going to help brands way more than, you know, not including the community in, in the long run. And so it's going to be really fun to see that kind of play out. Definitely, I completely agree with you. So, um, so for us to wrap it up, and uh, I think as a as a last topic, I would love to hear like more about the experience of co-authoring a book with three people while getting community feedback for someone that is not originally, I guess I can say like, uh, technically a storyteller, right? Cause I know that there's a science behind storytelling and that's why companies like Disney and Marvel were so successful because they yeah. basically just repeat the stuff that they know and that they're really good at. Um, and so like for you as a person that was not, you were a musician, so you were a creative person, but you were not technically a storyteller and getting into the, uh, as we say here in Brazil, like fall, falling with parachutes in the middle of this thing. Like, how was that like? I'm, I'm curious to hear like your personal perspective, like your personal experience about all of that. Yeah, man. Well, I, man, it's been, it's been a huge learning lesson for me. I mean, I'm learning every day that I'm trying to write, you know? And so one thing that, it took it took me and my three other co-authors about two months to really figure out what our process was going to be like outside of community involvement what like what is our processes for co-authors writing a book together going to be like that's it's an interesting challenge we've tried a different few things and some things work better than others and some things are just like ah that just was not you know and uh being in constant communication you know, having a monthly or a weekly meeting where we're meeting to talk about, you know, where we're at, where we're going. Um, we were like, should we lay out the entire book first? And like the idea of like act one and two and three in each chapter and a summary of each chapter before we start writing, or should we just start writing and then let it flush itself out, but at least know where we're going to end. That's been interesting um, to, to navigate. We have two people on our team that are extremely like they're so good at writing and i you know me and actually the co-founder of zero gravity labs uh his name's rob like he is actually the one who self-published a book but he him and i are like way more in screenwriting like we because we love in the film you know era or area of writing like we we've both written screenplays before but it's so different from a book so then we were like what I've been doing is like, I've actually been reading a lot of Harry Potter. I've been doing a lot of research on just like how, you know, these, how George Martin and how JK Rowling, how they write and how they intricately, you know, weave all these characters and stories together in a really, really, you know, well understood way. And that's been, you know, I, I told them, I wrote a chapter. We're about, we're only like eight chapters in right now. 
So we're still early into the book, but my first chapter I wrote, it was 4,000 words and it took me like three days and probably like over 10 hours to write. Cause I was just like trying so hard to figure out like, what is my tone, you know, like, and also figuring out like flowing between tones. And so just recently in the past couple of weeks, we all got together and we were like, let's make a style guide for like do's and don'ts of like, even like small things like our character thoughts, like we're writing in third person and then we're like our character thoughts, like italicized are they in quotation marks, you know, like, and then we were like, okay, the next thing is like, make sure to try to do storytelling in a way that's through the character's eyes instead of a history lesson, like stuff like that. And just kind of giving tips and tricks. Like we all have things that we're really good at. We have weaknesses. And so we're trying to play into each other's weaknesses and, you know, really work as a team, which has been a challenge, but it's been so fun. And I, like I said, I've already learned a lot. So yeah, I uh, hope that you guys end up liking the book whenever we do get it published, hopefully next year. <laughs> awesome. And it, if anyone wants to participate in the book or maybe like would like to know more about your book, how do they yeah. go to be a part of the community perhaps, or, or maybe just even like buying the book once it's finished? How mm -hmm. do they go about that? Yeah. So I would recommend visiting our website. It's zglabs.xyz. And we have everything about our story from, you know, the characters to links to join our discord and our socials and all that. And then um, we have a podcast called One Shots. And that is, we, we only have about six episodes of our podcast up, um, but that's kind of like what we've done is take like a scene from our book and like add music and have a you know voice narrator and just try to get get people people to experience what the what the book is um so you can go ahead and listen to that and then yeah i, I would say just go to our website join our discord be a part of our community it's gonna be so much fun and the book is called the seven planets of zero so <laughs> Nice, nice. I, I, I would, I would want you. I would ask you to tell us a little bit about the story, but I don't want to spoil uh, that for our listeners. I want them to have the curiosity of like actually wanting to get into Discord and seeing the story unfold, because yeah. it just sounds like so much fun. And as you were talking, it kind of reminded me when I was younger, and I would, uh, I would play uh 3d and d with my friends you know like oh, rpg yeah. games like it really reminded me of that because i remember like there was like the uh the in some cases the dungeon master or maybe like just the the master of the story right and it would be the guy that would not only create the story and create the goals of the story but also like how the challenges would unfold and how things would come together and uh but each player was a main character in the story and each player like actually felt like they were there playing yeah. the thing you know so it really reminded me of rpg and um and i remember it was really fun you know like when you were with the right people and you had a good story master like actually guiding the thing it was a lot of fun and so it really reminded me of that and so i think which is something that I've been thinking about lately, like Web3 takes a lot from games, right? And mm -hmm. that's just so much fun. Oh yeah. And that's honestly the perfect example of how to explain it. It's like, we are like the, you know, quest or dungeon masters or whatever. And the community is like the players interacting, right? And so 
one of our co-authors, actually, his name is Jack. He did play D&D in college and high school. And so uh, you can tell just by the way that he writes. And he's actually the voice of our podcast. And it's awesome. So he he's so great. Um, all of our, our writers in our community are. But yeah, I, I can give a little glimpse into like what the story is without saying. Like it's basically just a mixture of like sci-fi like interplanetary space wars meets like greek mythology which plays a huge part and like our writing meets like medieval kingdoms and stuff like that so it's a very interesting <laughs> mix <laughs> really cool very stuff famous. man really <laughs> cool stuff really cool stuff that's awesome all Thanks. right so adam thank you very much for being here with me today i really appreciate it, it was an amazing conversation really um and really, I think for me personally, it really opened my mind towards the possibilities of storytelling on Web3. And I hope it opens the minds of our listeners as well. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as I did because it was really, really cool. And so, Adam, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate you being here with me today. And so for us to wrap it up, uh, I would love to hear maybe some of your future projects or maybe some of the stuff that you're thinking about to do next and also how to follow you how do people go about that yeah well eli first of all thank you so much for having me on it's been like i said it's been an honor it's an absolute pleasure to to be on and chat about web3 i could do this all day <laughs> so much fun man um i love your podcast and i'm grateful to be be a part of it now i uh, as far as next projects go i'm working on Right now, Zero Gravity Labs, we're just kind of heads down, still trying to write and still meeting with our community once a week. You can be a part of that. It's very fun. And that's our biggest focus. We eventually will work towards kind of figuring out what that platform looks like, but probably won't happen until we get our first book published. And then I'm a part of a few other projects right now, uh, including Boca, which we're kind of shifting towards podcasting and seeing what that looks like, you know? And then also with my music, I'm working on an album. I just released the first part of my album a little over a month ago. And uh, that's been really, really cool to, to see. And it's a space themed album, right? So yeah, it makes sense. Uh, love space. And so I'm working on part two of my album right now um, and just seeing what that looks like. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just trying to be as involved creatively as I possibly can. Keep my, keep my wheels turning. But you can find me on Instagram. Adam H. Ragsdale is my username on Instagram, Twitter. And uh, TikTok is Adam Ragsdale Music. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Thank you very much. Um, Thank you, it Eli. Was, this was fun. an amazing conversation. It was a huge pleasure to have you here. And uh, everyone, I hope you also enjoyed this conversation. And for you guys to follow me, you already know it. It's Eli Santos on LinkedIn, E-L-Y space Santos. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. Thank you very much, everyone. And I'll see you on the next episode. See you guys. Thank you.